our brother in Christ, Andrew Philip Serenzeller, one of the most glorious worship leaders on planet Earth. Glory to God. Check out his music. That was all his stuff. So thank you. So thankful for throne room glory minstrels. The minstrels with the holy place song. With the holy place song, you can never go wrong, even when you're token on a Jesus bond. Hey, Jesus. Everybody intoxicated and high on God? Wonderful. Glad to hear it. Alrighty then. Moving on past religion and the works that lead to death, we got intoxicated on our promised land. And here comes Joshua and Caleb, spy company, holding that big pole of promised land grapes. Jurassic-sized Holy Spirit fruit that no Christian thought was possible. There's no way! I mean, I've heard this a thousand times. We've been doing this for 12 years. There's no way that's the Holy Spirit. They gotta be drunk on alcohol. They're high on drugs. I've heard it thousands of times. People have no grid from Christians, out of Christians' mouths. They have no grid for the size of the fruit available in the promised land. Where is this promised land? When I die and go to heaven, there will be fruit there. <laughs> listen, listen, you died with him when you were born again, crucified with Christ. You have all his resurrection already in your spirit. Where's my spirit, Lord? I didn't even know I had a spirit. I've been led by my carnal mind my whole Christian life. I have no idea what any of this even is. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do believe, theoretically, that I'm a spirit. I know I have a spirit, and when I kumbaya, Lord, I feel a little goosebumps when I meditate. When I shandravakindriande for 12 hours and fast for 30 days, no food, no water, I... I get a baptism. <laughs> Both Moses and Jesus fasted for 40 days with no food and no water. That's why they were not human beings anymore. Moses at 120 didn't even have one wrinkle on his face. He would have lived forever. He got his whole humanity burned out of him. That's why Satan wanted his body. Like, give me those bones. God kills Moses on the mountain in the Bible. Jesus Christ killed him because he's like, that's an old covenant dude. That's only available in the new covenant living forever stuff. You only get to 120, old covenant. His own law that he gave perfectly killed him at 120 years old. It is written... And there was not one wrinkle on his face. He had stopped aging. Because his entire humanity was burned out of his heart and mind. Divinity and eternal life is in your spirit. Oh. Oh, whoa. In every human spirit, every human spirit that's translated out of darkness into his glory, light. Everyone whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life in heavenly Jerusalem, in the third heaven, in the city of God the great King. Everyone in the city of God, we know when they die, they get there, right? 
I'm just feeling some stuff, seeing some stuff. It's really high level glory right now. That worship time was wild. <laughs> Woo! And this isn't basic elementary teaching. This is top of the mountain sonship revelation, the highest revelation delivered in perfect love. It might sound like basic, unlearned, you know, sixth grade level education Christianity, but God sees the heart. All that fancy nonsense that you hear these false mystics and false sons of God and false teachers teaching on, that's just to wow you with philosophy. That's just to wow you with theology. That ain't God. <laughs> that's all the devil. God's demonstration of perfection in the the highest measure of sonship as we see in the apostles in the Bible, they're always considered unlearned men. At the Areopagus, the apostle Paul, in the height of his perfect apostolic ministry as he's writing scripture, canonized perfect words from God, they called him a babbling fool. So if the perfection of the Son of God on earth that Paul was walking in during that time is considered by the educated in Athens as foolishness and babbling, what kind of people ought we to be in 2018? Should we be considered fools for Christ's sake and babblers? <laughs> what are they even talking about? Christians are so highly educated in theology and doctrine that when the heights of apostolic ministry and the heights of prophetic ministry from the top of Mount Zion in the white throne judgment seat of Christ appears, they almost always blaspheme the majesty of the Father and they blaspheme the majesty of the Son. Listen, blasphemy of the Father and the Son are forgivable. Jesus had to teach them that because he knew they'd all do it because they were so religious. Paul said about himself when he was Saul in his former life, I was a blasphemer. When I studied under Gamaliel, who is still considered the highest level rabbi of all synagogues on the planet in 2018 from 2,000 years ago, Gamaliel. And I studied under Gamaliel. I counted all that religious education as manure. The Bible actually says S-H-I-T. If you study out that Greek, he uses the street slang swear word for manure. If you studied out, and I have. Five years of Bible college. Oh yeah, graduated with honors. I can't believe Paul swore in the Bible. Oh, he's not a religious demon. Unbelievable. What kind of God is this? You read about the most mature king, the most mature Christian, the most maximum level of Christian maturity available in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, right? The leader of Christianity. In the book of Revelation, he's a frolicking lamb. And it actually paints a picture of him leaping for joy, carefree, nonsensical, in heaven. What kind of God is this that allows a young child to rule the nations forever. He's only 33. Most of us are older than him already. So that a young man is going to be your eternal king in the flesh. And he can go lower than that still. He'll appear to you as a four-year-old to humble your pride. Enter the kingdom like little children and submit to the child on the throne. There's only one kingdom and there's only one God. But nobody outside the city gates has ever demonstrated him even a little bit. Your mind has to be inside the city gates of the 12 pearls called the mind of Christ. Well, where's Christ? 
We say we have the mind of Christ, but are we in the city of glory? Are we in the city of perfect love that drives out fear? Where is the demonstration of the Jurassic promised land fruit? Always test the fruit. When you test their fruit and they don't have that Jurassic Joshua and Caleb promised land sized grapes of the wine, (laughs) they're always false because they're teaching outside the city gates. They're sorcerers. They're not teaching Christ, your one teacher. They're teaching human, self, selfishness, and they will always ensnare their listeners. We've never ensnared our listeners. That's something I can be proud of, that I have rewards for for eternity. No matter how dumb, retarded, and stupid I got the last 10 years, it's always been about the glory of God. Just whacked out of my mind. It's not about ever leading anybody to me. It's all about leading them to the great glory on the throne, sealing them inside the city of heavenly Jerusalem so that everyone can be branded on their forehead with new Jerusalem, it is written, and become the temples of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, every single person glorified on earth. Amen. But it's so non-religious that when they see that kind of throne room ministry and they see that kind of demonstration of love and power and goodness and freedom, specifically freedom, they often call it the devil because they're bewitched. And then you just kind of wrestle them through it. The human brain is symbolized in Jacob, the usurper, that tries to go around the authority of the angel of God, Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, he's called the angel of the Lord. Okay, He's present here as the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God is the fullness of the Godhead present during this time. Until Jesus returns, the seven spirits of God, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, are here through all nations, tribes, and tongues to whoever who will just yield to Him so that every man and woman and child in the world is without excuse because we've had the fullness of the Father and the Son in the seven spirits of God for 2,000 years perfectly on earth since Pentecost. The only problem is us and our religiosity, specifically our pride. Because we're not willing to become little children. We want to get puffed up in knowledge to cling and retain control of our lives to tell God how to bless us instead of being slaves to the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because the Godhead is like a little child compared to all the big puffed up murderous education in the world that puts others down and builds self up. That's the selfishness of the religious nature of Satan that you see everywhere in Christianity. Fighting. (laughs) I mean, I know that people continuously lie to you people to turn you against me. But they're not turning you against a man. They're turning you against God the Father, and they're kicking against the pricks because they're trying to usurp the authority of the angel of the Lord. (laughs) That's why it never goes well for anyone. When you're one with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and this isn't about you, and you've obeyed Him perfectly for years and years and years and let the anointing build the house, that person is not a human being anymore. That person is the Son of God. And there shall be millions of sons of God. We just kind of pioneered the whole thing for the whole planet. (laughs) That's why we broadcast, so that all the sons of God can manifest in every city and every nation worldwide. We've been in 195 nations for 10 years, and we've gotten like a couple hundred. I'd say 300 worldwide. And you know what? That's plenty. That's plenty to form the government of God, and that's all the Father ever asked me to do, to form the universal government of God. 
who will go all the way and humble themselves even to the death of the cross, dying the deaths to all their selfishness, to every single plan they have for their own lives. I don't care about a future spouse. I don't care about money. I don't care about anything. Whatever you want to do, Father. I know there's more than 300 in the world, but as far as transfigured sons of God that will perfectly demonstrate it, that have gone through this great tribulation the last 10, 20 years, it's a Gideon's 300. And the Gideon's 300 represents the government of God during the kingdom age, the next 1,000 years. I tell you the truth. And the glory will come stronger every day because now there is a government formed worldwide, like a net, like a redwood forest. I know people in nearly every nation on the planet because I've been broadcasting so long. I'm telling you, these are the most mature Christians on the planet. They're like a redwood forest. That's what God told me like 10 years ago. It's a redwood forest. And their roots interlock above ground. And they're so high in the heavens that it's like people can't even fathom that kind of mind. No one has a grid for No human being can understand it. Only when you begin to sacrifice your humanity do you begin to understand the thoughts of God. And you have the thoughts of God in your spirit, but will you submit your whole brain to the Godhead in your spirit? Your spirit right here in your belly, where your wind is, <laughs> that's the holy place. Then it bubbles up through your heart and your brain, through your body. Holy place, inner court, outer court, you're the temple of the seven spirits of God, a menorah. You're the light of the world. <laughs> you're the city on a hill. You're the salt of the earth. You're the royal priesthood and the holy nation. And everyone's at a different place with God. So, I mean, if you look at some people, you're going to be like following some people in the inner court. You look at other people, you'll be following Paul Washer or whatever in the outer court. There's a lot of outer court activity going on. And they're all saved. And God loves everyone perfectly. The issue is how much they've developed their spirit life and consumed their hearts and brains and demonstrated the new covenant. And in the new covenant, your body is the temple. Have you allowed the seven spirits of God to consume your whole heart and brain? Are you a demonstration of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as a temple of your body today? If people look at you, will they see God the Father? I can say yes that about me. I'm, you know, There's no way I could minister here every day as a human being. I gave up my humanity 19 years ago, and I'm only telling you this so that you can do the same thing and have heaven on earth with me. <laughs> in the kingdom we are so blessed so much, so often that it's ridiculous I live the most ridiculous life and I'm telling you, I still am in the ghetto you know, I'm surrounded, there's 150 gangsters around my house every single day, people can't even get into the house because they're so walled off with the gangster disciples and the GDs that are all actually quite respectful towards me nodding, like yep, yeah, yeah, that white boy's got it that's a bad white boy that's just, they really do honor me. Uh, we're really taking over the hood and demonstrating God the Father because everyone needs God the Father and He's no respecter of persons. I don't care if you're a gangster. I don't care if you're a pimp. I don't care if you're a drug dealer. All sin is equal in my eyes and we wash all sinners with the love of God, the glory of God. And it's working. We've seen the crime rate go down in our neighborhood constantly for the last 10 years. 
living in North Minneapolis, surrounded by 36 organized gangs. There was drug dealers when we were scoping out this house 11 years ago, and we had just bought it on auction for 20 grand. Got a gigantic house, all boarded up, all the copper been stolen out by bums, 36 windows were also in this house. I think that corresponds to the 36 organized gangs, but we count them, 36 windows. And every single window was bashed up and boarded up. Cost me $10,000 just to put windows in this condemned crack house. And people will tell me, oh, I know that house. That's where Pookie Duke lived. That was the biggest crack dealer in North Minneapolis. I have met so many people that said, I've been in that house. I've smoked crack in that house. I've hoard myself out to pimps in that house. I mean, many people, this was the main crack house for years in North Minneapolis. And God said, Satan had his crack house, and I'm going to have my crack house. We walked in here, and I wasn't so sure because we've been scoping out the neighborhood 11 years ago after we got this, and there was crack dealers on every single corner. And they'd be flashing pieces, be like, don't even mess with me, gang signs, every time I come around here. And I walked in the house, you know, I'm like, I'm not intimidated, because I know God can do anything, and I, I, I grew up with gangs, and I grew up with all that. I was locked in, up in juvie. You know, I, I was locked, locked up for 22 months, and so I'm not intimidated by anything in the world. I was like, whatever you want to do, God. So, but I was kind of like, really? You know, gangbangers and crack dealers flashing pieces on every corner? This is where you want us to be? And I walk in the house, and this is what's passing through my mind. I tell you a true story. And I walk in for the first time, right in this room, exactly where this camcorder is stationed right now. This was about 10 to 11 years ago. And an angel feather this big materialized right in this location and fell right down to the ground. The biggest angel feather I've ever seen in my life materialized out of thin air right exactly where this camcorder is. And I said, oh, you know, I'm just weeping. I'm like, oh, my God, whatever you want to do, you know, you just melt when the Father shows up with confirming signs and wonders like that. That was ten and a half years ago. We moved in, but, you know, when you get that kind of sign and wonder, you're just like, woo, let's go, whatever you want to do. And so we were just all in. And it's been awesome. Fixed the house up, brought it back to code, bought the adjacent lot. You know, we got a double lot here. It's all fenced in. And all the crack dealers uh, that were on the corners left instantly the day we moved in. And they've never come back. They used to be on these corners. People told me, like, what, they just disappeared. The, literally, the day we moved in, 10 years ago, they were gone, and they've never come back. Statistics showed in our Hawthorne neighborhood, crime went down 40% that first year, and it's been going down steadily ever since. Last year, they said violent crime in this neighborhood went down 60%, and the statistics keep getting better and better, and people are, like, giving the cops the glory, and then all the cops get busted for all kinds of scandals, and we're like, man, the cops are more corrupt than ever before. Can't be the cops. Cops are making headlines, national news for killing innocent people in Minnesota. Like, that's happened twice now. <laughs> it can't be the cops, because if anyone gives anything glory other than God, God's just like, listen, you want to see what you gave glory to? You gave glory to a wicked sinner, man. And Red Letter Ministries ain't a human ministry, but Red Letter Ministries is the ministry of Jesus Christ. And God gets the glory, even though Red Letter Ministries has done all these works. People have a hard time with that because they just want to say, oh, it's not you, it's God. No, it's the New Covenant. 
It's God partnered with my spirit in my belly that did all the works. You know? You have to be a willing vessel. You have to go into the place. You have to present yourself a willing sacrifice, a living sacrifice. If you're not willing and you don't surrender your will, well, then no Christian does any good works in the earth. Lord, let your works appear. Okay, what do they look like? Can't be that. Man, they're getting high on Jehovah. But look at the fruit. They got the promised land fruit. They got everything. Except they don't have religion. And so everyone thinks it's the devil. And I tell you the truth, the time of religion and the time of human Christianity is long over. People are literally like coming out of the dark ages now when they're coming out of churchianity. Oh, not my church. Yeah, your church too. All church. We're not steeple people. God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. Acts 7.48, it is written. And they hate that verse, but it's scripture. God wants to live in your bodies and manifest through your bodies His fullness. He wants to covenant with your spirit and manifest through your yielded hearts and minds and show off your bodies of what's available in this new covenant. It's not about church. It's not about any organization. It's not about any human being. It's about God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and all their majesty inside your spirit life. Now learn to love others and pour your spirit out on all flesh. <laughs> he poured out His Spirit. Good. Now what do the apostles do in the book of Acts? We have the outpouring. Now we have the Holy Ghost. What are we going to do? We're going to go city to city, nation to nation, baptizing them with our spirit life filled with the Godhead made full, making disciples of all nations with our rich treasury of glory in the royal outpouring of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through our hearts and minds since we're the bodies of Christ. Amen? And people are like, oh, the, the body of Christ. You're just a generic member. It's got a lot of parts. And the sons of God are the headship of the body on earth. <laughs> People down there in the foot region, they can't see any higher than the level of their mind. But they're still useful. God uses people like Paul Washer in the outer court and the evangelical free. These are born-again people. There's 90 million evangelical Christians. They don't even speak in tongues. They're just like, Shanda, you know, praise God. I, can't even, I don't even know what they're like because I've never even been a part of that. I tried to impersonate him right now, and I just started speaking in tongues. That's how little I know about the outer court. <laughs> Hilarious. But I'm telling you, most of y'all are inner court, are becoming holy place, which means that you've been in the glory, you've been in the presence, but it's a roller coaster. You know, it's like you're looking for that next hit. You're looking for that breakthrough. But you become holy place when you transition from God out here conference hopping, church hopping, going to church to get my blessing, to holy crikeys. I have the fullness of deity in my spirit right now. Bam! Shooting up revelation right into your brain and your whole brain pulled into your spirit. Now you're a holy place Christian. Now you're a son of God. A son of God is someone who manifests the son of God. <laughs> That's why it's always sons of God. You know, The daughters of God, well the daughters of God have the son of God. If you have the heart of Mary, birth the divine child. You're a son of God. Why? Because your whole nature is inside Jesus Christ, who's in your spirit life. The new covenant is God taking up residency in His fullness of power, wisdom, and love inside your belly, 
and then you and him in covenant because you're a spirit. A lot of Christians don't even know they're a spirit, but the covenant is your spirit, God's spirit, and then manifesting the Godhead through their crucified with Christ consciousness, which means no self-awareness, no ego, no religion. Religion's all about pride. It's still about me. You see, all these, I deal with this stuff by the millions, and people misunderstand me. They don't think I'm loving them. But you're dealing with the goat nature of Satan in people's skulls. Because religion, even Christian religion, is all about me. <laughs> and it's all about self-awareness, looking good before others. Look at the works I can do, being seen before men. Your rewards are on earth and not in heaven. A true disciple of the kingdom, and we hope all of you repent and become that thing today, is having all of your pleasing of God the Father living inside your spirit. It's called being spirit-led. And every charismatic and Pentecostal Christian in the planet wants to be spirit-led. Problem is, we think the spirit's outside us. That's why we're always led by demons. When you understand that God the Father lives in your belly, and your belly is the holy place, and your wind and your spirit, you're not led by external spirits. If you're led by external spirits telling you good and evil, those are all familiar spirits of religion. You're completely and totally demonized. You're influenced by Satan's stars that fell from heaven. See, we rise by the Spirit of Christ inside our bellies and we go above that realm of Satanic influence, so we're not led by anything outside our bodies, but we're led by Christ in us, the hopes of all glorious things. And Greater is he who's in you than he who's out there somewhere looking for him in outer space. Alien Jesus, you know, on a pale white Catholic cross, and he's so weak, and we have all these human things we need to do because we serve that, you know, anorexic, pale white Jesus hanging on a Roman Catholic cross, and the sons of God come around and expose, you've been serving Satan, the religious devil, and not actually the Lord Christ. That's why it's so shocking. Because you're waking up people from a state of Saul. Every one of us, you know? Because we come out of human pride and we come out of religion. We come out of all this stuff of our fallen nature. And it's so shocking. It can't be that. Anything but that. But it's that. It's that one thing you dreaded most. That all humanity is completely fallen. And the only one good here is the Holy Spirit. And He's waking you up through your hearts and minds to live in the glory of God. And he's going to remove all the religion and the scales from your eyes. You know when scales fall off your eyes? That's Satan's stars of religion falling off your brain. That's when your minds are actually entering the city gates of heavenly Jerusalem. The Bible teaches it as a hatching. In Hebrew it's called rock-off. When you hatch, it's when your soul hatches like an eggshell. That's when your soul enters Zion. <laughs> and your soul's pickled in the rainbow soul of Jesus Christ in Revelation chapter 5. There's a rainbow, Revelation chapter 4, around his soul. That's the seven spirits of God, the fullness of the Holy Ghost that got through his spirit life in a complete yielding and surrender of the heart life and the soul life to God the Father and the total transfiguration of the soul. And it's not hard. It's our reasonable service. Everyone can do it. All you got to do is be spirit-led and not brain-led. <laughs> Our breakthrough is being crucified with Christ. Where? At the place of the skull. Golgotha, Calvary. Golgotha means in English, skull hill. So we're crucified at the place of the skull so that we don't bring our human reasoning and our human religion 
into our relationship with God so we can stay led of the spirit of holiness. Jesus Christ was led by the spirit every day. The Bible actually said he was possessed and carried. It's a totally different level of autopilot where it's effortless, where you're so filled with the Father and you're so filled with the Spirit that you're just carried. I mean, I've been like that for years on autopilot. That's why it's so easy for me because I'm completely and totally possessed with the Godhead from head to toes every day and a greater glory and a greater anointing coming up from my belly, burning through my heart and blazing through my soul. And that's normal Christianity for everyone. I pray that for every one of you be imparted the seven spirits of God into your bellies. Let it burn through your hearts and blaze through your souls. And all bewitchment come off your skulls today by Christ crucified at the place of the skull. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Bam. If you want to attach your seed to that word, money is the power of the flesh. And don't get weird about money. Don't trust in money. So money. You reap what you sow. God loves a cheerful giver. RedLetterman.com. Be blessed.